You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Paris. Hello, how are you? Doing well, busy, busy, and and I see the amazing stuff that you that you and uh, you and Carter are doing as well. Yeah, just so busy, never stopping. It's exciting, but that's what we love to do. <laughs> are you getting Are you getting to meet a lot of uh, a lot of new people in the space? There, uh, everyone's thrilled that you're in here. Yeah, I've been connecting with so many people. Everybody's just been so kind and cool, and I really just love this whole community. They're very, very grassroots, and I can tell you, they're just, they, they can't wait for your first drop. I, I cannot tell you the number of people that have asked me, when is Paris going to drop, or when is Paris <laughs> going to come on the podcast, when is Paris going to do this, when is Paris going to do that? They, they, can't, they can't wait. Oh, that makes me so happy. Everyone, this is Whale Shark. He is the OG, a legend, just everybody in the space just looks up to you. He's my mentor, and that's why I wanted to have him on the show, because... I've been getting just lots of messages from my friends and just from my listeners and people saying, what are NFTs? And people really just want to know about this because everyone's talking about it right now. And they heard that I'm getting into the space. So um, who better to describe it than you, the legend? <laughs> Thank you so much, Ferris. And again, I, I'm just so psyched to be able to help you out you know, here and there as you as you take your journey through NFTs. And you know, I've seen that you've just grabbed the bulls by the horns and, and this entire space is just waiting uh, to see this epic entrance of NFTs as well as all the knowledge and, and all of the mainstream adoption that you're going to drive with your presence in the space. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
So what is an NFT to someone who wouldn't know? Like the people listening right now, they might not know what an NFT is. Um, How would you best describe it for them? So the easiest way that I explain what an NFT is, it's simply just digital stuff that you truly own and manage. Um, You know, providing an example, uh, right now the new generation of gamers, they're very used to buying things like Fortnite skins or, you know, CSGO weapons. And, you know, they're very comfortable with paying money for that as well Mm -hmm. as assigning a value to that. What a lot of people, what a lot of them, what a lot of them don't know is that you can actually take that ownership one step forward because right now when you own, let's say, a Fortnite skin, you know, you might be able to somehow find a way to sell it on a platform, right? Within Mm -hmm. the platform itself. With NFTs, essentially, I can not only sell this digital asset uh, in Fortnite, I can take it out, I can sell it on eBay, I can take it out, I can sell it on Walmart, or if my grandmother wanted to start playing Fortnite, I could actually just take it and give it to her as well, whether or not she goes on the platform or not. Mm -hmm. So for me, NFTs are just true ownership and management of digital assets. Mm -hmm. And what types of NFTs are there for everyone who's listening? (laughs) There are, so NFTs have exploded over the last, uh, over the last two years. Uh, Paris, I think you've seen it firsthand for yourself. Um, You know, you started off with, with crypto art, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Your digital signature was a piece of crypto art. Um, So right now where we're at is, you know, you can have digital art, right? Uh, You can have digital real estate. There are a lot of new projects coming into the space where you can actually own land, uh, which are NFTs. Uh, You have digital collectibles like NBA Top Shots, who did over $200 million worth of sales. And those are essentially digitalized basketball cards. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the more interesting things that I've seen recently, um, you know, you can have gaming assets. So you can have digitalized uh, gaming characters. Uh, You can actually also have digital racing horses, uh, which is actually a big thing now as well. Oh my God. It feels like the possibilities are really endless. It's, it's just so fascinating. Any, anything that you can imagine that we use today or that we deem as digital goods, um, can become an NFT. And I'm quite sure with all of the development in new protocols, as well as a new technology, we're going to be able to take digital assets and allow them to do other things in the future, um, such as become you know, a store of value. You can put one NFT into another NFT. Um, you can use an NFT to unlock an experience. There's all these amazing things that you can do with digital assets once they are empowered with the capabilities of non-fungible tokenization. Oh my God. This all just like blows my mind and it's just so exciting. And I just see this as like the future of art and I love what it's doing for the creators because I, you know, whether it's in the music industry or even with artists, I feel just like it's always at the record label or, you know, the gallery or somebody just taking most of what should be the artist. So I love that this is really just giving the artist back, you know, the power and what they deserve. Paris, you're spot on. I mean, there are so many different ways that, you know, NFTs are helping out that industry. I mean, the first way is that, again, now artists are actually able to work directly with online galleries and, and retain the majority of that profit that they make from the sale of their, of their work. You know, at the moment, when you look at the space, simply because there are no gatekeepers and there's no walled gardens, um, the value that is placed on different types of NFTs, as well as art and music, it's all democratized, right? It's about mm-hmm. the power of the people saying, 
this work is worth this much without some business suit sitting in a chair up on the 59th floor saying this is how much it should be worth. In addition to that, you know, one of the things that I'm most excited about is secondary rate royalties, right? Yes. So for such a long time, uh, artists have been stiffed because, you know, they don't get second, secondary sale royalties on their pieces. You can bake secondary sale royalties into NFTs now so that as long as it changes hands, that 10%, 15%, or 20% mm-hmm. will go back to the original creator. So you are standing on the right side of history and pushing for the right side of history here, my friend. Yes, that's what I always like to do. And I just think that's incredible that, you know, for the rest of their life or even when their families, um, years and years from forever, they'll be getting paid for what they did um, when that was never happening before. So it's just exactly. a whole new world. I wrote down a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if anyone's watching the video now, because we're going to be putting out some clips, they're going to see that you're in your avatar, which I've seen because we've spoken before. And, you know, I've watched your interviews and just everywhere people show this image of you. Did you like create it? Like, how did this come about? So my my avatar that you see right now is originally called uh, Avastar. So it's basically a project mm-hmm. by a very good friend of mine, uh, Jim McNellis, who's also an NFT OG who runs a company called NFT42. What they did was they built out this program where it would generate an automated picture or a portrait completely on chain, mm-hmm. completely on the blockchain. So any of the facial features that you see on, on, my, on my normal avatar picture it's not stored in any database whatsoever. It's automatically generated on the blockchain. So it never gets deleted and it never disappears. Um, what I did was I worked with some very talented artists uh, and creators, and they brought that avatar or avastar uh, to life. And uh, what you're seeing, and Paris, you've seen me, you've seen me in real life before. Yeah. <laughs> really enjoyed sitting down with both of you. And, and you can tell, you can tell all the listeners, uh, even on blockchain, uh, my my real face couldn't be even further away from this avatar. Right? Yeah, you do not look like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. but, but Paris, if I if I could grow a beard like this, uh, and it's just not physically possible for me, I probably would try to. <laughs> yes, I love it. I wish I had an avatar because I get so shy sometimes that like this is my avatar, and I wear like sunglasses. Hi. <laughs> Uh, you, you, we got you. I gotta get you a pair of steampunks, and we gotta hook you up with an avatar, and as well as a, as well as an avatar, so that when you come on to any of the blockchain podcasts, we'd love to have you use that. Oh, that would be sick. Okay, let's definitely talk about that because I would love that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, why do you choose to be anonymous? So, I choose to be anonymous mainly for security and privacy reasons. Um, you know, back in the day when I was investing in crypto and I invested relatively early back in 2012, you know, what I had invested back then, you know, while it was significant, uh, is definitely not as significant as it looks like today. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. it's been about 10 years since I first started in the space. Um, so there's always been a lot of money involved. Uh, and, you know, even back in the day when I first started with NFTs in 2019, uh, back then, I was, you know, investing a couple of million. Where, you know, back in the day, but today, that really isn't worth that much, right? When you take a look at the amount of sales that are, that is going on, yeah. Um, I just, I was just a little bit worried about, uh, you know, privacy and security as I was accumulating these assets. Uh, so I decided to 
to, to remain pseudonymous uh, as I went through the space. That's smart. <laughs> and how did you come up with the name Whale Shark? That's really interesting. Um, so I believe that there is a duality to each individual. You know, someone can be good, they can be bad, they can be generous, they can be greedy, right? Uh, it's the yin and yang of all things. So when I was trying to come up with a pseudonym to enter the space with the way that I was approaching it from a commercial perspective, um, you know, whale shark seemed to be a good show of that dichotomy. Uh, because as you look at whales, again, they're big, they're graceful, you know, they don't care about all the other little fishes in the sea, and they just do their own thing. Whereas the shark wants to eat everybody else, right? Yeah. Uh, and th th that's not biologically correct. But, <laughs> you know, again, the shark has that has that connotation to it. So I thought, you know, whale shark really had a good dichotomy in saying, hey, I'm going to be peaceful. I'm going to be generous. I'm going to move through this through the space slowly. But at the same time, don't forget that there is that shark element um, where, where, you know, I am going to try get the best deal um, or, you know, I, I am going to invest in the best projects with the highest headroom. Yes. This is Paris. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Paris. How did you start like collecting NFTs? Like when did this start and what was it that made you want to do this? So I started collecting NFTs in 2019. Um, I had always been a collector of sorts. So really back in the day, I'm a, I'm a huge nerd, Paris. Um, I've been a huge nerd all of my life. Uh, so, you know, when I was younger, I used to collect a lot of anime or Dragon Ball Z cards. Um, mm-hmm. I played a lot of Magic the Gathering, which is, you know, kind of with the Dungeons and Dragons crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, I was collecting video games uh, up into my 20s. Um, and then so it was really natural when I saw NFTs and I had been playing around with all these digital assets all my life to say, wow, this really makes a lot of sense. Um, so I entered the space actually by collecting something called Gods Unchained, which is kind of like the blockchain version of Magic the Gathering. Um, but the real impetus uh, for my digital collection hoarding behavior uh, <laughs> actually came in when I discovered digital art, right? Because I always wanted to be a, I always wanted to be an art collector, but you know, I was always so intimidated by the traditional space because I don't know anything about fine arts. I've never gone and had a, a, a fine arts background. Um, I was too intimidated to walk into a gallery. Um, so I decided, hey, guess what? I'm just going to use an anonymous name. I'm going to enter the space and I'm going to buy whatever I want and whatever I like. And uh, that's pretty much how it started. I love that. A lot of people wouldn't know that I'm actually an undercover nerd too. And I always have been. And I've always been a collector. That was one of my questions I was going to ask you because I used to collect just so many things like pogs. Do you remember pogs and slammers? Yep. Yep. (laughs) Those were so cool. I had like literally thousands of them, like obsessed with them. I love collecting like Pokemon. I still, I still do. Um, just beanie babies. Like I'm, I don't know. I just love just anything. And I love playing video games. I'm obsessed with VR. I'm actually like a huge tomboy. So I, I just, I love anything to do with that. So we have some things in that common. Awesome. <laughs> and, you know, now now that you've entered the NFT space, you can collect your heart's desire. And, you know, you don't need to you don't need to have another storeroom or you don't need to have, you know, another place to hoard everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Paris, I have 210,000 NFTs. Um, That's insane. You know, <laughs> that would be a lot I, of storage I, units if it wasn't uh, digital. <laughs> It, absolutely. Uh, yeah. And guess what, Paris? Not only do I, I not need a storage unit, um, I know that none of these collectibles are ever going to physically degrade, right? Mm-hmm. So I can keep them for the rest of my life and, uh, you know, hopefully try to get a wrap on my digital hoarding behavior. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. 210,000 like that is mind blowing. Wow. Where do you, do you have like a museum for them? Like how do you show them? Like, how can people see so, them or are they hidden? Like, what is... 
What's up with that? <laughs> so they're across multiple wallets. Um, and for your audience, wallets are essentially the different accounts uh, that mm -hmm. you have. Um, I, I have all of my most valuable assets uh, in a wallet that we call the Whale Vault. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, people can see them through several ways. They can go through the web address um, through OpenSea, mm -hmm. and they can see all of the art, all of the land, and all of the digital collectibles we collected. Uh, the other thing that I really love about the space is a platform called CryptoVoxels, uh, where you can actually build out your own online galleries. Mm -hmm. uh, and what we did was we hired a company called Voxel Architects, and they built us three galleries. And we have another gallery by an artist called A Lot of Money. And what we do every single, every single quarter is we use these galleries to push or, or to put up um, all of the artwork that we've actually collected. Um, you know, one of the most fun things that we've done also is we built like this uh, 10 meter high fridge mm -hmm. refrigerator uh, where we put uh, art that is made by the, by the children of our members um, so that the entire world can see their art on a, on, a, on a virtual refrigerator. Oh, that's cute. I love that idea. Have you guys thought about doing like your own virtual kind of like art Basel or just kind of like an art festival or week or something like that? I think that would be a fantastic idea. And there are so many leaders in the space right now. Um, you know, CryptoVoxels has really become, and also Decentraland uh, to an extent, but these two platforms have really become a, a nice virtual meeting space during this COVID, right? Where we yeah. can't really go to any physical locations. And, you know, it's just beautiful to see so many galleries, you know, so many, you know, crypto Basels, right? Mm -hmm. um, and all of these events happening. Um, I can tell you, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm, I'm quite sure we're going to see events happening every single week soon. Well, I can't be, wait to be a part of that. I'm so excited for my drop. I'm going to be doing in a couple of weeks. That is highly secretive, but also it's going to be a highly coveted piece of work, my friend. Yes, that's exciting. I've been working so hard. It's so crazy just how much this is like taken over my mind. Like literally every night I'm dreaming of NFTs, like in my dreams, I'm like making them, talking about them. Like you've been in my dreams as your avatar. Like it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you can, I mean, again, I think NFTs were, you know, it, it really, it's really an inflection point, right? Uh, for society and technology, technology as a whole, you were there as the original influencer. Um, and, you know, having the original influencer come in and, you know, put her seal of approval, not only put her seal of approval on this, but also, I, Paris, I have a question for you. How did you remain so low key in the space when we all know that you were here since the beginning of last year? <laughs> um, the first time I spoke with you, uh, you had a huge volume of knowledge uh, that mm. I, I didn't expect. Uh, how did you keep so low key during this time? And, and what were you doing as you, as you, as you were monitoring, monitoring the space grow? I've just, I like to learn. So I want, I wanted to kind of stay low key because I, I did my first crypto art um, with Cryptograph um, last March of 2020. And then I won the charity NFT award, which was really exciting. Um, so I've just been like kind of underground, like watching and listening and learning. And um, then when I was on Clubhouse, when everyone started talking about it and uh, they pulled me on stage and people kept kind of like pushing me to speak about it, but I still wanted to learn more before I talked about it. And now I just feel like I've learned so much and now I'm ready to talk about it some more. <laughs>
Paris, I can tell you that again, I when you're ready for it, there are five, you know, five really large podcasts in the crypto space that cannot wait to hear what you're about to do. So, you know, uh, not to do podcasts in, uh, not to not to do, uh, uh, not to not to talk about podcasts on a podcast. But okay. again, they 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 can't they can't wait for you to come in. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of them. You gave me a list of them, so I've been listening to them. So yep. I'm excited to go on there and and talk some more. <laughs> nice. Yes. Nice. So for those who want to start learning and collecting NFTs, but they're on a budget, like people listening right now, where should they start? So people now are extremely fortunate versus, you know, what the space looked like, um, you know, two years ago or even one year ago. Um, if I had any advice for someone who wanted to get started, uh, the first thing would definitely to be hop, would definitely be to hop on YouTube. There are so much, there's so much amazing content there right now that, you know, you can learn about what NFTs are, how do they work, and what are some of the different projects within NFTs. So the first one is YouTube. The second one place that you need to come on to is Twitter, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, Paris, I don't know why, but Twitter has become the, uh, the ecosphere uh, for NFTs, right? Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. Anyone who, who talks about NFTs or anyone who creates an NFT project or anyone who creates NFTs, they're always on Twitter, right? Um, mm -hmm. The third part is, Paris, you mentioned just now Clubhouse, right? Yes. Uh, Clubhouse has become a 24-hour NFT party uh, for some I reason. I know. <laughs> the notifications I get on my phone literally every five <laughs> seconds, every, there's so many rooms <laughs> happening. People are just obsessed. And I love Clubhouse. I love the community. I love going on there and just being able to talk with everyone. I think it's so genius. It democratizes communication, right? Everyone's mm. word has equal value as long as you're up there on the stage. And, and you know, again, usually all of the moderators are wonderful at bringing people up um, yeah. and the accessibility that provides and, and the amount of interaction it provides. Um, it's, it's, it's been amazing. But, you know, in terms of advice, you know, YouTube, Twitter, Clubhouse, uh, if you cover those three bases, uh, mm -hmm. you will get your bachelor's degree in NFTs uh, very, very quickly. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. That's what I've been doing. And I've just have learned so much that I wouldn't even have known if I hadn't have done that. But um, I think it's amazing. <laughs> and yeah, when we were talking about Clubhouse now, I just think I love the community. And I think it's just it's so different than any other social media platform because it's not a vanity platform. It's not about posting photos or videos or what you look like. It's all about your voice and what you're saying and your knowledge. And it's amazing how people come on there and they just want to just give the knowledge and people are coming on and learning and just having these really important discussions. And um, yeah, it's just been amazing. I've, I've really enjoyed it. I, I agree. And you know, Paris, Honestly, I hadn't touched an Apple device in five years uh, prior to Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, people kept telling me, you know, you got to get an iDevice. You got to get an iDevice. First time I picked up an iDevice uh, after five years and actually went on to Clubhouse, I got addicted for three days straight. Yeah. Literally 80% <laughs> of my time was on there. Me too. <laughs> me too. Carter's like, uh, Paris, like I'm going to, he goes to bed early and I would stay up late and I'd be like on clubhouse to like three in the morning. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but it's addictive. Eventually did have to wean myself off it. So there was, you know, after three days and I was, I was literally like you, I was like till three o'clock in the morning. There was one day where I pulled an all nighter all the way to seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Um, so eventually at some point in time, I had to put down the iPhone and I had to say, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll come on, I'll come on, uh, you know, uh, occasionally. Yeah. Um, 
but whenever I hop on, there's like five NFT rooms open. Always. It's, it's pretty amazing. But it's exciting that so many people are so just jacked up and excited about this. Yeah. Yes. The thing is, if, if, you're, if all of you guys are excited now, you know, Paris, as well as a bunch of other, you know, amazing people and creators uh, in the space are just getting ready to come on. So I think this is really the tip of the iceberg from where we come on, where we go on from here up. Yeah, I agree. So many exciting projects coming out. I can't believe that that Beeple piece, what did it go? It went for like 69 million or something. Yep, that is correct. That's... That was, in, that was insane. Oh my God. Incredible. First, uh... we were, we were in a couple of clubhouse rooms before that. And people were saying, you know, people who were not educated on digital art space were saying, Hey, $20,000. And then everyone would, then someone would say, no, $500,000, 2 million, 6 million. I don't think anyone ever expected to see that Beeple piece get the traction that it got. Um, wow. On top of that, on top of that, now you have Pac uh, launching on Sotheby's, right? So mm-hmm. Pac announced that he was launching with Sotheby's on April the 12th to April the 14th. Um, and, you know, as you see, you know, more and more recognition of these digital artists come to the front space, you'll see a lot of them enter into the mainstream as well, which is, to your point, empowering the creator so mm-hmm. that they can actually make a decent living, mm-hmm. destroy the stereotype of the starving artist, and really put the power and the power in the hands of the creator. This is this is really what NFTs are doing. Yeah, it's that's really just like the age and time for the creators right now. And it makes me yep. so happy that everyone's finally getting the respect that they deserve. Absolutely. And I can tell you, Paris, this is still the tip of the iceberg because what's coming up after NFTs is we got stuff like social tokens. We got stuff like, uh, you know, you got so many things that you can use in the, in, in the blockchain, true use cases of the blockchain to empower creators. Um, there's, you know, I think by, by the time that we're done in two to three years in terms of having a strong foundation, um, you, know, we're, you know, creators will be able not only to control their creative process, but also be able to control the wealth that they earn. Which is which is just a beautiful thing to be to be witnessing right now. Can you tell everyone about your whale token? Sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am the founder of a token called a social token called Whale. Um, essentially, what it is, it is a social token that is backed by the single largest, uh, most valuable collection of NFTs in the world. Um, what I did was, after I had finished the majority of my collecting journey, I decided to donate. Um, my collection to the NFT community and distribute that value um, by using a social token uh, called Whale. And today we've become the largest general NFT collector and creator community in the space. Um, we have about 15,000 uh, members worldwide. Uh, and yeah, and, and we, uh, we, we just love, you know, we, we love giving away the whale token to people who are really making a strong impact on the space and, and bringing all those benefits and, and, and growing the space and industry as a whole. And how do people buy the tokens? So people can acquire the tokens in two ways. Uh, the first way that they can do it is they can join the community. Uh, we, have a, we have a Discord at discord.gg forward slash whale. Um, and they can actually participate in the community and earn whale tokens. Uh, the other place that they can acquire whale tokens is by buying it from other members. And mm-hmm. uh, basically what we, ha- uh, what we have is we have a trading platform on Uniswap, uh, which is U-N-I-S-W-A-P, where you can actually purchase whale tokens from other members. Um, but 
you know, as, as, as a project creator, we've never sold any whale. We've only given it away. Um, and we love, you know, we love, we, we've loved seeing what it has done for the community as well as the NFT space as a whole. That's incredible. Oh, Thank you. I love that. And who are your, some of your favorite NFT artists? Oh, Paris, that's like asking what's, which one is my favorite child? Right? <laughs> um, there are, oh, I, okay. So, uh, okay. So I'm going to go rap. Let me try do this in rapid fire. All right. Let yeah. me try. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. Pack Hackatow, uh, X copy, Brendan Dawes, uh, Reinhard Schmidt, Sturek, Van, uh, Twisted Vacancy. Uh, I'll list out 15, right? So yes. Twisted Vacancy. Um, uh, George Boya, um, uh, definitely. Uh, Frenetic Void, Giant Swan. Um, wow. Paris, I think you can see I'm struggling a bit here, right? There's just, yeah, so, there's just so many, so many great ones. <laughs> a lot of money, DDRRA, um, Trevor, uh, Trevor Jones. Um, and, you know, I, I, I love collecting stuff from Blau, right? Yeah. Uh, Blau does amazing art and music, right? Uh, He's amazing. There's so many names I left off that list. Um, there's so many of them. Yes, guys, don't be insulted if he didn't say your name. He was thinking of it. It was a quick rapid fire question. <laughs> I, I love, I love, I love all of you. <laughs> I know. I, I see like on your Twitter every day, you're supporting everybody. And I think it's amazing that you're using your platform to really just be a voice for people and just, I don't know, everyone really looks up to you. And it's just, I'm so happy that you're my friend. Thank you. I'm, I'm just honored that I have the chance to, you know, again, help you out a little bit as you move through the space. I'm just blown away with the, so Paris, I'll be very honest. When we, when we first sat down and discussed, I was just blown away with the amount of knowledge that you already had on the space and that fact that you had been researching it um, mm -hmm. already for the past, you know, for the past one year and, and knowing the players and knowing the dynamics in the space already. Um, I, 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 I do not know anyone else who has put in that amount of preparation. That's just, that's how I am in life. When I love something, I just go for it and I just learn as much as possible because I always like to do the best and life is short. So I like to make the most of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And again, I, I can tell you every single person is waiting for your drop. <laughs> every single person is waiting for your drop. What are they do, saying? Do you guys have a, I'm curious. <laughs> uh, they're, they're basically saying, uh, can I work with Paris, please? So they're saying, when is Paris's next drop so that I can start to work with Paris as well? Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's a, there are, you know, and I, you know, if, you, if you're on Twitter, because Paris, you follow some of the major people within the space. Yeah. Whenever you follow them, immediately what you get is a, is a retweet on there. And, and, say, and it's usually, OMG, Paris Hilton is following me, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. I love, yeah, I love seeing all the messages. It makes me so happy just to make other people happy and it makes me happy. And Paris is such a positive space, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the amount of love, the amount of sharing and the amount of collaboration that exists within this space, it's, and I've been in business for a very long time. It's not something that I've ever seen before. Um, no. I, I don't know about yourself, but you know, I, I haven't seen something like this before. I haven't either. I've only seen it actually with even a lot of like the business people I know when we go to Burning Man, that's when I see it. And that's what I've like noticed. Like that's what I even thought how clubhouse is just reminds me of like that vibe of just like everyone being so giving and loving and uh, just so positive. It's just, it's so different than the real world. It is. And you know, 
I w- I've been thinking about why that is. And, you know, I, I do think NFTs are grounded in creators, right? Or in artists. And, uh, you know, I'm sure you know a lot of artists. I know a lot mm-hmm. of artists. They're just such sharing and giving people that, you know, that has baked itself into the DNA um, of the NFT industry as a whole. And, you know, really, it's something that I hope it never loses because it makes it a very, very special place to be. I agree completely. We are, we are, we are like that. We have big hearts and big minds. <laughs> Absolutely. So when you think about digital currencies, NFTs and virtual worlds, can you paint a picture for my listeners of what you think it could be like in five to 10 years so we can all try to imagine it? Sure. So I think the goal of blockchain is for people not to understand what blockchain is, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the ultimate goal that we'll see in five to 10 years. Very similar to when, you know, you first had the internet. And I'm sure, Paris, maybe you can remember like the 56K dial-up, you know, modems where you had to link it up to your, to your, to your, uh, to your, yeah. to your telephone line, <laughs> and, right? And you remember, you remember the annoying noises that made so as well. annoying. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, nowadays, if you ask somebody, what is the internet? I mean, really, no one, you know, it, it's the web, right? That's what they, what is the internet? It's the internet. Um, so, you know, I think, five to 10 years from now, we're going to see all of these use cases of the blockchain, you know, integrated seamlessly into technology and society as we know it today. So let me give you an example. When you talk about cryptocurrency, right, you mainly talk about Bitcoin and you mainly talk about Ethereum. The narrative behind Bitcoin is, hey, it's digital gold. It's gold 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about Ethereum, you know, people, you know, I, I, I liken Ethereum to gas, right? Or to oil, because that's basically what it does, right? It fuels the world's most decentralized computer. So I think, you know, when we, when we open up CNBC or when we open up any of these other, you know, Bloomberg or any of these other financial um, channels, what we're going to see is the next generation or the generation who um, uses the internet five to 10 years from now, are going to see are going to liken Bitcoin to gold and Ethereum to gas prices, right? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's going to be a commodity uh, in terms of cryptocurrency wise. Um, you know, cryptocurrency wise, also, I think a lot of um, a lot of uh, influencers, a lot of creators are actually going to have their own social currency as well, right? Mm-hmm. I do not put it past you, my friend. One day in the near future to see a Paris coin, right? And in five to 10 years, people, people buying stuff with a Paris coin, right? Uh, I think that's going to happen as well, right? So, you know, I'll trade you, I'll trade you, I'll trade you 500 bucks for one Paris, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's going to happen. Um, from an NFT perspective, I just think it's going to be the de facto standard for any digital assets whatsoever. So whether you're playing Fortnite, you know, Fortnite 3.0, or whether you're playing uh, another game or, you're collecting, you're collecting a, uh, you know, you're collecting a, uh, let's say a, 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 a ebook, right? I think all digital goods are eventually going to become NFTs uh, without people actually needing to know. They know that as long as I buy this digital good, I'm going to be able to do whatever I want with it. I'm going to be able to sell it. I'm going to be able to give it away. I'm going to be able to keep it. And I know that I will always have it. Um, so short answer to your question, Paris. I think it's just going to be fully integrated into society as we know it today. I know. I see this as like just the beginning and it's just going to take over. <laughs> it is. And, you know, I, I think it's monumental, right, that all of us are here right now and witnessing the birth and the growth of this technology. Um, 
you know, I, I hate to be stereotypical, but five to 10 years later, you know, we're going to be the ones saying, hey, do you remember the time when digital assets were called NFTs, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to the next, to, to that, to that generation, five to 10 years from now, it's going to be, hey, uh, it's, it's a digital good, right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. Oh, wow. This is a lot to uh, digest. And I'm sure everybody is like listening and like, wow. And their minds are being blown just like mine is. Um, and everyone's going to be wanting to make NFTs. So I, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I, I mean, the beauty about NFTs is anyone can make them as well. Right. Yes. So, you know, Paris is going to make an NFT. Whale Shark can make an NFT. And I have made NFTs before. Um, you know, in, in the Whale server, we have six-year-olds who are making NFTs and drawings, right, uh, that they made with their parents and tokenizing that. It is, yes. you know, if I, if I had a word of advice for your listeners, it is not that difficult to mint an NFT. Um, you know, as long as you have something that you want to exist forever on the blockchain, and something that you want to be able to give away to your friends or sell to your uh, or sell to the market, um, anyone can create an NFT in five to ten minutes. Um, the technology is definitely getting there, my friend. But you're right, tip of the iceberg, and this is this is going to blow everybody's minds. Literally, yes. Well, you've blown my mind, and I had so much fun, and I'm so Thank happy you. that you came on the podcast. And I'm so just grateful to have you as a friend, as a mentor, and just learning so much from you. And I just always appreciate your time and everything and your knowledge and you rock. And thank you so much. (laughs) Paris, you're, you're an ace. Um, Again, on behalf of the entire NFT community, you know, you are, you are going to bridge a lot of mainstream into the space and we can already see the amount of fervor that goes on whenever you tweet about it. Um, we know that whenever you enter Clubhouse and go into an NFT room, all of our phones blow up, literally. <laughs> um, and I can just tell you, we're so excited to have you here, finally, not as an observer and as a learner, uh, but as a leader in the space. So thank you so much for having me on, Paris. Um, you know, I, I know that I speak, you know, not only for myself, but a lot of the other NFT OGs in the space. Um, uh, we, we, we can't wait to see your drop. Thank you. I can't wait. And I can't wait for everyone to see it. And yeah, and I can't wait to talk to you again. I think we're Zooming tomorrow. So absolutely. Yes, definitely. All right. Well, have a great night. I don't know where you are right now. I'm not going to reveal your location. (laughs) I do know where you are. I'm not going to tell anyone. (laughs) You're in the metaverse. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> I am, I, I, 10, Paris, 10 years down the road, I want to be able to wear my shorts and my, uh, and my tank top and my slippers and go down to get a Big Mac and a Coke, uh, without someone stopping me to talk about NFTs. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I will speak with you tomorrow and thank Absolutely. you again. You're the best. And, um, I hope everyone enjoyed listening. I, I know I had the best time and, um, we're going to keep learning more about this and, um, we're also going to be having on some other people soon to talk about this. So stay tuned, everyone loves it. Thank you, Paris. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review, send an email to Paris at iHeartRadio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS and follow us at this is Paris podcast. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.